Hello and welcome to another edition, riveting edition, of the usually serviceable, hopelessly miscast pod here at GCT. Uh, we have myself, Brian. Hello. In his styling and profiling air supply t-shirt. You know it. You so, know it. Graham and Russ, this one goes out to you. That's right. Even though you don't give a crap. Uh, and we I bet have, they would. I bet they would. They'd be uh, impressed. You think so? Yeah. I mean, we're making this pod out of nothing at all. So. That's right. Um, making pods out of nothing at all. Okay. The five listeners just said nope. Yep. I think we should it and deleted it. We should change the name of the pod to making a pod out of nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. And then we have listener supply zero. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, listener supply air. Yeah, exactly. You know, dead air. Just we're full of hot air. So that's right. We have a friend of the podcast on with us today. My son Carson. Say hello. Hello. Is he the son of the podcast? Eh, he's a mascot, okay. maybe. Something like that. Kind of like a dog. A mascot. Yeah. 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 That's me. You, know, you have to feed him and make sure that you know he has a bed. Take him outside that. to pee and poo and. Yeah, you know, okay, sometimes cool. he misses, you know, and pees in the wrong place. Yeah, so boys, what can you do? Exactly. Yeah. You got a couple, so you know how it goes. I do. Um, so, Carson's fresh off his first year of college. How was it? Spectacular. That's, that's it? That's one year? <laughs> one <It> was, year? <laughs> all well, summed up in spectacular? I mean, it's hard to sum it all up. It's very up and down. As I'm sure everyone who's been to college understands. I mean, it's, I mean, that's life in general, but college even more so. I feel like it's just, it's there's time. I mean, there's weeks where I just didn't want to be there, and where I just didn't like. It, it was bad, constant work, essays, this and that, concerts, whatever. And then there's some weeks where it's just very relaxed, and it, I had you know a good week, fun week, didn't really do much. So it's 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 very it's not like high school where you kind of have a, a set schedule where everything kind of stays the same but it's more relaxed all the way through it's kind of like college it has a couple weeks where it's really bad and it has a couple weeks where it's just nothing basically at least that was my experience with it yep you got initiated into your fraternity March twenty fifth it only yep. took seven months he's a member of Beta Theta Pi so you know congratulations oh, thank you Part did you have to carry a bunch of Guys crap around campus and stuff? What is uh, what is initiation like anymore? <laughs> uh, I didn't get hazed, but we have each family has traditions in uh, my fraternity. They're not anything bad, but it's like my for big little week, I had to um, carry a thing of cooked ramen around in a fanny pack all around in my classes. <laughs> that was about the worst thing I had to do. I had to go buy a can of Bush's baked beans, which I had to go to seven different stores to find. Uh, I do remember hearing about that one. It, that was bad. I, I mean, I've, I've never. It's never taken me so long or so many stores to find a specific item before. But it's weird that Bush's baked beans were so hard and to find. The place where I found them instantly was a Walgreens. When you didn't even have the weirdest one, as I recall, other people were getting like much stranger things. Oh yeah, to find right. I mean, I had to find certain types of leaves, but at TCU there's a tree walk, so we had all those leaves on campus. Um, yeah, they try to get parents to donate to that crap too. What did you have to do with the baked beans? Just give them to my pig. I don't know what he did with them. Give them to your pig? My big, oh, my big brother. Big. Oh, okay. That's like you're you the only ones a, I've ever. You had to raise a pig. A pig. Oh, what's going on? So big okay. little. I've always heard big brother, little brother, that sort of thing, but. 
Well, that's yeah, what not it is, pig. but you just shorten it. His pig is at home named Roland. So <laughs> his pet. <laughs> yeah, I guess Roland's out of, was Roland out of school or today's last day? Okay. Wednesday was his last day. So okay. yeah, he's home probably yelling at the TV right now. Uh, like his brother did yesterday. Cool. On work calls. Whatever. Um, so the most burning question though, and not what's between your toes, this athlete's foot. Um, the burning question ha, is ha, ha. how was the food at college? Mm, yeah, how was the food? Other than Chick-fil-A, which you now have had probably triple the number of times in your life because of what you... It was so much Chick-fil-A. I... <laughs> so you're saying everything else wasn't good? The food at college just... <clears throat> I don't know. I've talked to my other friends at other colleges. I mean, like, they don't... Obviously, college food is what it is. It's not going to be great every day. Um, but I feel like at TCU, it's a step... It's a step below what it should be because... I mean, when you look at reviews of TCU, everything is high rated. Everything is great. Everybody loves everything. But then you go to the food section, everybody's like, this is like the one thing that I despised about my college experience here because TCU just has, they're just kind of lazy about some of the options that they give. I mean, like they, it's weird because like they have options, but they're like, it's like the laziest version of that. So like there's like a sub place, but it's very, very average. Not good. And the other thing that sucks is that there's all these great restaurants on campus, um, like non-school restaurants, but they're expensive because they know that they can jack up the price for people who are on campus, and you don't get that many frog bucks, which are the things that you get to use to buy meals at non, uh, non-TCU restaurants, uh, and you only get like 150 a semester, and those obviously burn through pretty quick when you're eating meals that are like 15 or $20 every time, so... <clears throat> yeah, you end up eating a lot of the cafeteria, which is just, when I say hit or miss, I mean, it's like 70% miss. Uh, but the days when it the days when it hits, it's really good. Yeah. But the days when it misses, I mean, you literally go in there and eat a piece of fruit and then leave. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's that way in adult life, too. You just pay more for it. So um, I, I had the, the opportunity to eat at the Rhodes cafeteria here in town yeah uh, i had to lunch with bill short a couple of weeks ago i was like very impressed with the food it was quite delicious and such a step up from freed hardeman's cafeteria <laughs> situation which freed hardeman got rated low in many categories Ooh, so. man uh just so carson knows the only thing on campus at freed hardeman was a taco bell <laughs> and um yeah great how many bean burritos can you have in one year? I mean, I had a whole bunch because otherwise it was cafeteria food. Mm. And must own stock in Quilted Northern. It was that. It's called Gano. Gano was just awful. Um, it was. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. At Freed Hardman, I thought it was like gay. No. no. Gay. No, it was more like that. I get that. It was more like gay. Hell no. <laughs> they always made chicken and dumplings. Like, it felt like twice or even three at times the a week. At taco place? No, no, no. At Gaino oh, Cafeteria. Okay. okay. And they cafeteria. were always green. It was disgusting. Green. They had green. Do you ever see green chicken and dumplings on campus? No. It's weird because, like, at TCU, we call it, it's called the blue. That's what our cafeteria yeah. is called. It's um, And so, when you, there are certain meals that are good every week. 
And the most popular one is the stir fry. It is by far and away probably the best meal you'll find in that cafeteria. And they make it they make it once a week, but the problem is it's not the same day every week. So it's just you, you have don't to know get when lucky. To <laughs> so like they tell you it's every Friday, but it's definitely not because I've been in there on Tuesday and gotten it. So So the storm sirens go off when yeah. it's stir fry. Well, because guys, the the, guys in my fraternity group chat would be like, guys, stir fry day today. Cause someone would go in there. It was always at lunchtime. They never had it for dinner. It was always lunchtime. And so you better be checking your phone every day around lunchtime <laughs> to see if it was stir fry day. Out. Mm. Because that was the best meal you were gonna find there, and that was a good meal. If you if you found stir fry day, you found a good meal. You didn't like the uh, Mardi Gras week that you told me about. <laughs> that was such a joke. <laughs> we because we because there's no in. better place to get great jambalaya. Than I'm sure it was. We, so sure, I, college cafeteria jambalaya is just a <laughs> yeah, so work to behold. So yeah. the story the story <laughs> is me and my friends walk into the cafeteria. It is. The week of Mardi Gras, but it, it, it's not Mardi Gras day. And we walk into the cafeteria, and there is a live band just oh. sitting there. Yeah. And there's be and all the cafeteria workers are wearing beads. And I'm like, okay, it's something is wrong here. Something is very wrong. And then, so the band wasn't playing yet, but I'm like, okay, this is they're obviously trying to do like a Mardi Gras thing. And I walk in, and they've got so the way our cafeteria is set up, it's like stations. And it has like a sign, and there was an entire station for king cake. It was just many, like multiple king cakes, just stacked up on top of each other, basically. Then there was like jambalaya, and they had like some other New Orleans Mardi Gras type cuisine, and it was just all terrible, uh, like all of it, um, except. <laughs> I mean, I got a beignet for the first time, but like it was really not a good beignet. So how would you know he, what a good beignet is if you've never he had did, it? I could tell. He did have them in New Orleans. From what I've heard, next month. From what I've heard about beignets, they're amazing, but that was just very average. And I, I could tell that it was like a cafeteria low quality one. Because you so. had some in New Orleans gonna, a month later, right? No, I never got months. one. Oh, that's because right, I wanted to go to the famous cafe, cafe beignet Dumont. or cafe Dumont where they have the beignets or whatever. Yeah. But the line was literally out of the street. Worth it. Every like I didn't have time. I was there for twenty eight hours basically. Yeah. How was your trip to New Orleans, by the yeah, way? That is that I don't know if it's the most interesting story from <laughs> this freshman year, but it is a it is it was an interesting weekend. So I, I saw a picture of your date. She was um she was quite a lovely young lady. <laughs> yeah. That's a joke. So so I I get there at, like I didn't get there till two a.m. on Friday uh, evening. Well, actually Saturday morning at that point, and I'm already exhausted because that week was that was the worst week I had second semester. Um, I had three choir concert in in three days that week, so that was fun. And then I had to get on a plane and go to New Orleans. And basically, the the Saturday was a lot of fun, but like. And I don't regret going at all. It was definitely worth it. I have great memories from that. It was a great time. I wouldn't have it any other way. But it still just sucks that I was basically, the travel was about as long, it felt like, as the actual time that we spent there. Because mm. I got there at 2 a.m. on Saturday after, or Saturday morning, basically, and I left Sunday. And there's the phone on cue. Yeah. Pause. What is that noise? I bang the mic. 
that's after. Yes, it's after the show, yes. Uh, so, yeah, it uh, shows about 85 minutes, and so reception should probably start right around 930. Hello? <laughs> they got the answer they needed. It's a short show. And hung up. Yes. We like short Do you want shows. me to start over when I was talking about? Uh, now nah, we'll pick it up. Yeah. I'll find it. Okay, so basically I was saying that um, it just sucked that, because I got there about 2 a.m. Saturday morning, and I left Sunday at um, about 10 yeah. So I was essentially there for what thirty two hours. If, yeah, if that. And I drove. The drive was eight hours, and um, the flight. I, I mean, me traveling. I mean, that took about five hours. I mean, it's yeah. So not to diminish what you're saying at all. I mean, how long would you have been there if you'd ridden with everybody else? Like, oh, well, that's not what hours? I'm saying. I'm not oh, saying no, the drive. I'm, I'm not saying that. But it's, it's more it's, like it would have been. A, it's a whirlwind. I, they anyway, got so the, the difference was they got to go out and do stuff Friday night because they got true. there about six. That's the you didn't get there till midnight, right? I got there at two a.m. I got oh, to the hotel about one thirty right. or two, um, and. It just, I mean, it sucked that I didn't get to go out Friday night, but I would have been exhausted and miserable anyway, so it's not the worst thing. And Saturday was, I mean, Saturday was an awesome day. I got to eat at New Orleans restaurants, hung out with people, saw stuff. I mean, and then the actual formal itself was, I mean, really amazing. We rented out a place on uh, what, or on uh, Bourbon, Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street, yeah. Um, and we you, had like did you? Balcony. You never told me what place it was. Do you remember? It's, it was called Local Three One Seven, I think, okay. or something. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Was like, it was like local and then numbers? I can't remember. I'll look on my phone when you guys start talking about something and see if I can find it. But uh, yeah, but that was awesome. And we had the whole upper level to ourselves. It was awesome, just basically hanging out with uh, all my fraternity brothers. Um, but yeah, I just I wish because usually we do it in Austin, and that's much a, a much better drive, uh, obviously for from Fort Worth, and so you get a lot more time. The travel is not nearly as expensive or bad. So yeah, um, um, but like yeah. like I said, formal was definitely worth it. It was it was a good a great experience to have. Um, yeah. Well, good, and so. Yeah, and I'll say from my perspective, which Carson, you know, agreed with, uh, it's that uh, first semester was definitely a lot of learning curve, you know, for him and for everybody, uh, you know, and lots of it's like with anything, like when you move, you know, he's basically moving away for the first time. And that's I know what that felt like for me. And I didn't do that till I was 24. So it's the second semester really was a much more enjoyable experience. um, Aside from your philosophy class where you had the professor that would curse at you. You know, make you read his materials. Because he thought that adding, like, curse words to the end of his sentences was, like, funny and quirky, I guess. It's like Vulcan cursing or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's the class that your grandmother still doesn't really know that you dropped. Because she thinks she convinced you to take it. So, you know, now you have a job where she thinks that she got it for you. So it's, yeah, yeah, falling on the sword for you. Gratitude. That's a good first college year report there. Brian, any other questions to add in there? Um, no, I don't think so. So, did you consume any alcohol? Sure. Sure. Any shitty beer parties? Anything like that? 
Oh, there's shitty beer at every party because it's the cheapest <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah, cheap beer parties. <clears throat> Speaking of beer, um, we're going to move on to a uh, new feature. Yeah, we're not drinking it. Don't worry. Uh, our, our newest feature that I call Smokes and Road Beers. So, um, so for, it's really a catch-all. So uh, we did a bracketology on the last one, which was per one of the contributors on IMDb, worst movies of the 1990s. Uh, now we're going to do worst movies of the 1980s by uh, how many stars that they get. And I will say that after that, if any of you have listened to that that show, Brian and I took the time to look up at least four of the trailers of those movies, and they're just glorious. I mean, I, I don't know how we have not watched them before. Yeah. Christina really wanted to watch Ed, starring oh, Matt LeBlanc. Man. Friends, where a uh, chimpanzee, I'm sorry if I'm offending monkeys and primates out there, a chimpanzee named Ed apparently starts to play third base for the team and his minor league team, and they make a dramatic comeback. I will say what I was really surprised when the trailer was that it was a man in a monkey costume and not an actual chimpanzee. (laughs) So I was very highly disappointed in that, for sure. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to say the special effects were a bit dated as well. Um, Sure, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's one of many critiques you could throw on Ed. Uh, But, yeah, the, the Creepers... Whatever the one was with the radioactive tree roots, yeah, that yeah. was awesome. And our Samurai boy, Cop. our boy Bobby Zedar was in like three of them. Yeah, uh, Samurai Cop. And oh my God. just a shout out to Frank. Oh, he he's coming best. back up in this pod. Oh, awesome! Don't worry, good, good, good. He Frank, has the best Frank's now facial, a regular facial contributor. Good. Um, Ooh, I like a lot of his faces. <laughs> yeah, They're great. So, yeah. So when this is over, we're going to show Carson the clip of uh, Best of Samurai Cop. Oh, yes. It's, it's a glorious eight-plus minutes. <laughs> it's oh, yeah, so I, good. I found the name of the place that we were at. It's what was it? Local 718. Sounds like a union or something that's like that. The, that's the view from the balcony oh, that we were nice. on. I remember you showed me a picture where you were up on the balcony. Yeah. So that looks almost like where you were. Yeah, that's yeah. where I was. <laughs> exact spot. So, but the so smokes and road beers, like I said, is worst movies of the 1980s, mm. and the one and two seeds get a buy as before. So we're gonna stick with that same format. So the first matchup is the three versus the fourteen. Are you guys ready? Yeah. You have to pick the one that you'd rather see of these two. And what if I'll give I haven't you, seen these movies before? Well, I haven't seen all but one of these movies, so I'm gonna give you the description. Oh, okay. All you know is the description and the name, and I'll tell you how many stars it got. You know, on IMDb out of 10. So, um, yeah. The number three seed is the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Mm. I know Brian has to remember that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the live got, action it got or two animated? Po- it's, uh, it doesn't say. I'll it look looks kind of animated. Claymation. It got 2.6 out of 10. Dodger must confront the struggles of life as he is visited by the Garbage Pail Kids and intimidated by some older bullies. It might be a mix, like a uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know. It's 100 minutes long, too. How did you get 100 minutes of that? Um, versus the 14 seed called... It's live We're, action. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's live He's action. already looking up the trailer. I mean, this is a great feature for us. I enjoy it. Um Versus the 14 seed, Las Vegas Bloodbath. <laughs> 2.8 stars. 
after Sam's wife has betrayed him, he goes on a bloody killing spree in Las Vegas. I think that's like well, every weekend in Las Vegas. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So um, that's the first matchup. Who? What do you choose, Carson? Which one would I rather see? Which one yes. would I rather not see? You're forced see? to watch one of them. What are you going to pick? I'd rather watch Las Vegas Bloodbath, honestly. <laughs> no, How about no, it, Brian? No, 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 no. <laughs> you weren't, you're not a child of the 80s, so I'm going to forgive you this time. This is, uh, but I know this, what he and I are going This is with. the first review of this that I found. It's like, this movie is like if you cloned Danny DeVito seven times. <laughs> But each time you did it, each clone comes out worse and more deformed than the last. <laughs> We're, yeah. I didn't need to even hear that, and I was in on the Garbage yeah. Pail Kids. So Garbage Pail Kids, the movie, that was, is going to be hard to knock off for me. You would need to see that, Carson, so... We're we're gonna excuse you with age in that one, so that's a no holds barred winner there. So here's your your next matchup. This is the I'm not even going anywhere. This is the four versus thirteen. The four seed is the Curse of the Screaming Dead, which is a two point. That sounds like a that sounds like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie title. A, a group of southern oh it even gets better. A group of southern deer hunters stop at a church graveyard in the woods. Their okay. activities arouse the corpses of long-dead Confederate soldiers who attack. Oh, oh no! God. Okay. <laughs> Can we say tough. the budget is less than a hundred dollars? Um, oh. Versus the four, the thirteen seed, which I can't wait to read you the cast of this movie. <laughs> One point eight stars. Going overboard. A struggling young comedian takes a menial job on a cruise ship, hoping for his big chance to make it in the world of cruise ship comedy. Here's the stars. Adam Sandler plays the lead role. Also, Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> Billy Zane, and Burt Young, who was Holy Uncle Paul, Cousin Polly in the Rocky movies. That's a good cast, isn't it? Yeah. Look at the the, the, you need to look. Yeah, look you got to look at the posters. It's like fake. It's like oh no. It's like digital effects, but they fucked the up poster the poster. Is great. We don't drop f bombs here, Carson. Yeah, there's the there's a beat for you, buddy. PG thirteen. <laughs> So what? I mean, do I have to ask? What are you gonna pick here? I because I don't want to deal with the racial possibilities of the first one. I'm gonna go with going overboard. That's that's a pre SNL Adam Sandler yes, too, right? Yeah. Totally. Okay. And Billy Bob, that's like pre Sling Blade too. Oh yeah. You probably still had hair then. Yeah. Sling Blade was early '90s. I'll I'll pick going overboard because I love to see bad Adam Sandler movies. Good. I've I seen. Yeah, that's right. You do Betty have a. a Wish for that. I don't, uh, I've seen so many. <clears throat> so here's the five twelve. This is strange combo here. So the five is called Movie Madness, which you can kind of guess what that is. A parody of film genres comprised of three shorts spoofing personal growth films, glossy soap operas, and police stories. Sounds. And Diane Lane was actually in it. Versus, this is the whole name. The bloody video horror that made me puke on my Aunt Gertrude. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to go with that I'm one. I'm not even going to read you. The Don't need to. I, that, that title is out, so outstanding, I would want to see Now, it. I want to read you this. A murderer shoots a snuff film on rented equipment from a local video <laughs> store, mm. but accidentally returns the equipment with the tape still inside. Oh, okay. So. That seems like a pretty common. Isn't that every Friday night? Yeah. You know, I mean. That's what I do on Friday nights. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah. Well, I'm not at the theater, though. Our six listeners already knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so here's your next one. Oh, did you not know I killed all six of our <laughs> listeners? <laughs> so, Sorry, guys. Yeah, you're dead, but you're still listening. Yeah. So They're in that Confederate graveyard somewhere waiting to haunt us when we show up. 
with the feelers yeah. or the screamers or whatever that movie was. Yeah. Um, I remember this movie being out for a hot second in 1984. Bolero, starring Bo Derek and George Kennedy. Okay. Set in the 1920s, a young woman sets out to lose her virginity. Oh. Her mission leads to a Moroccan sheikh and a Spanish bullfighter. I mean, yeah. So this is like a Skinamax type thing. Yeah, an excuse to try to get five minutes long. Too. Oh, that's way too long. And grossed almost nine million dollars. Wow, that's a lot of people wanted. It to shows see. we had a lot of free time on our hands. Well, oh, Derek yeah. was. Uh, she was on a commodity. That was like four years after ten. Uh, versus the eleven seed. I mean, this just sounds lovely. Hob- hobgoblins. Oh, oh, I've heard a of that. A young one. security guard must track down diminutive aliens who kill people even as they make their fantasies come true. Uh, it's a tough choice. I'm going to go with uh, Hobgoblins. I don't, I don't need to you don't want to say out loud that you'd rather watch a soft porn from Cinemax no, After Dark? I don't need that in my life, honestly. It's just I'll There's take, lots of things you need in your life. That's not one. That's not going to help you. Let's no. just say that. I'll take the goblins. Yeah, me too. <laughs> goblins for 500. So here's the 7-10 matchup. The 7 is called Ricky 1. So there Which is. is clearly a parody of the Rocky films. Ricky Winero is a male gigolo and stripper who sets out to beat, quote, the champ, unquote, in the boxing ring. Uh, got a 1.4. Versus Cannibal Campout. Four teenagers on an outing in the woods are attacked by a trio of mutant cannibals. I feel like they made that kind of movie like 18 times in the 80s. Uh, like yeah. The Hills Have Eyes. That was a 70s movie, but still. So, of that dynamic duo, Carson's yawning at both I would, of those. I would like to take Ricky, please. It sounds like oh. the episode of Family Guy where Quagmire becomes... Uh, Becomes a, a stripper and a hooker. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to see a Jigolo movie. I'm gonna pick the other one. So what? You're not picking. You're picking Cannibal Camp out. Yeah, I'm gonna take so. Ricky. Okay, fair so, enough. I don't want to see. I don't want to see the one of these. Out. But so here's the the eight nine. <clears throat> this pair really cracks me up. The eight seed is called Criminally Insane Two. So this okay. is a sequel. Okay. A severe decrease in funding forces a mental hospital to release mass murderer Ethel Janowski into a halfway house, but Ethel is psychotic and delusional and has a hefty appetite. The poster is, I mean, it says something like, never never come between a woman and her meal. (laughs) I can't read the bottom of it. I like that. Versus Death Nurse. Okay. On the plus side, the first one's 70 minutes, Death Nurse is 60 minutes. Oh, but yeah. the description's really going to get you. Murderous, overweight nurse Edith and her <laughs> and her brother run a medical clinic out of their suburban home. <laughs> they take in patients, kill them, and continue to build a state for their care. Who is coming to their clinic in their house? That one, death that, nurse. Yeah, death I gotta go. Nurse death nurse. Just sounds... like they, they had to throw in the word overweight to her description. Yeah. Sounds. I mean, Christina's it's, it's unnecessary. Call is like it's unnecessary. Going, what? But what? Yeah. All right, so now we get to pull in the number one and two seeds. Yeah. The one seed will face Death Nurse, and the one seed is called Nuki, N-U-K-I-E. An alien called Nuki searches for his brother Miko, who has been captured by the U.S. government. 
Is that starring it? Steve Railsback of Life Force around the same time? Another movie that got really bad ratings mm. back then for lots of nudity, Nuki. and also had Patrick Stewart in it. Oh wow, Nuki! So you're taking Nuki? I haven't. What's the other one? Death Nurse. Oh, Death Nurse. Death Nurse. Nuki yeah. sounds boring as hell. Nuki does sound boring. It Death sounds Nurse. like bad ET. It sounds like if the kid from ET was another alien. So. The so that bring the two seed will face, uh, what is it? Yeah, the two seed is going to go up against Ricky one. So I'm probably already picking the two seed here. Called Night of Horror. It's an indescript title, mm-hmm. nondescript. Steve's buddy Chris can't understand why he's reluctant to play in their band. So one night at Steve's house, he tells Steve a story about traveling to Baltimore to meet up with his something. It cuts off. That's the, that's the, that's the, the poster looks glor. It looks very mausoleum-y. So I'm picking Night of Horror. I'm picking Night of Horror because the first line isn't about the. It's about a band. It's about you know? he can't get him to join his band. Yeah. Besides, Ricky one wasn't going to win anything. <laughs> that's from I death. Know what that's from Death Nurse. Okay. So you know. <laughs> so. I'm putting you down for Night of Horror. Yes. If you don't want Ricky one. No. Death has quickly become a favorite in this tournament. Here's the next match. The Garbage Pail Kids up against Hobbit. Garbage Pail. Garbage Pail. All day long, every day. Me too. I guess. Hobgoblins, no. Sorry. I want to see see seven Danny DeVitos. (laughs) More deformed than the last. (laughs) And then it's uh, the bloody video horror that made me puke on my Aunt Gertrude versus going overboard with Adam Sandler. Billy Bob. Why are so Come on. Going overboard. Going overboard for me. Why are so many of them horror movies? They're hey. cheap. They're cheap, and they get produced because people will watch anything that's horror. Yeah. So, you know, I guess I'll pick. even to this day. I already picked going overboard, so oh, it's over. You sure want that one, don't you? Were you gonna pick Aunt Gertrude? It's just for the title. No, nah, I'm <coughs> taking overboard. I mean, Did you need I to see another it. Sandler movie. No. So now uh, I've seen plenty of them. I'm just going to go Jack ahead and, and say Garbage Pail Kids defeats Night of Horror on its way to the final. Yes. Oh, but Night of Horror talks about him joining his band. I don't care. Well, you can watch it if you want. <laughs> I want to see but him convince him to join his band. To me, this is the real title game before we even get to the title game. Death Nurse versus Going Overboard. Death Nurse. Death Nurse. <laughs> this is a Trump rally you're watching? That's... Uh, <laughs> That's Death Nurse. <laughs> okay. Well, now it's Death Nurse versus Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids. Still. I'm know. picking Death Nurse here. You, of course, you're going to make me break this tie. This is tough. I I told you Death wow. Nurse became a quick favorite at the nine seed in this tournament. Uh, I don't know. This is tough. I mean, seven deranged Danny DeVitos. <laughs> or overweight. Overweight Edith. I'm is that a sequel to my fat friend? I'm currently watching uh, the death nurse kill one of her patients. It's not as riveting as I would okay. hope it would be. I'm going garbage pail kids. Yeah. And the three seed takes it. They also do a shaky cam instead of a steady cam, so oh, it might okay. be difficult to watch. Yeah. Already sick enough yeah. from watching in the, the 60 minutes that is death nurse. So good job, garbage pail kids. You've once again taken us to Danny DeVito Alley. That's right. And whacked us over the head repeatedly. Is he in the movie? No. No, no, he's no. not. They just look like... Not at all. You still have that line pulled up? You want to read it again? No, no. It was, <laughs> if, I, I mean, I recall it, I think, good enough. is uh, 
It's like if Danny De- Danny DeVito had seven clones, each one more deformed than the last. And also, I did leave out, and the bad guys are the evil cast of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> so somewhere Zach is like chopping heads off the evil, evil Zach. Yeah. He got yeah. a one percent on Metacritic. Oh well, yeah. there you go. That is the worst. Why well, didn't get zero? Oh, there's a death nurse too. I'm sure there is. <laughs> but they probably filmed them both at the same time. With overweight Edith yeah. and her brother. Edith Edith Mortley returns. She continues to slay more and more dumbfounded patients. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing's on YouTube. Oh you can watch it. Yes. I mean, had lots of parodies of the Garbage Bill Kids in the 80s, too, like the Gross Out Gang and stuff like that. So one of the people's names in Death Nurse 2 is Ermagard Millard. <laughs> it's literally Ermagard. <laughs> Probably the president of some gun association wherever Death Nurse 27. 2 is filmed. All right, someone in this is tagged. 2735, the greatest acting in history. Let me... Uh, this more riveting podcasting here for people. All right, let's see. Let's see how riveting it is. I feel like I need to clear my search history after looking at the pictures of the garbage pail kids. <laughs> oh no! Oh, the knife isn't even going in. You see him stabbing him, but it's not actually. It's it's a foil knife, and it's bending. <laughs> it's good stuff. You see if you, is that from Nurse One or Two? Two, Death Nurse Two. <laughs> Well, as we've established, I mean, in the Bobby Zedar <laughs> Hall of Fame, the second movie is always better. Yes. Like yes, Hell Comes to Frogtown, too. That's right. I just, I desperately need to find a copy of that. I need to see that entire thing. To see Bobby Zedar in that song? I want to see uh, Frog Hell Comes to Frogtown again and just watch it again. I think, was that on it's Shutter? On Shutter. Okay. Yeah, why? It was. We need to watch that. Rowdy Roddy's in it. Rowdy Roddy. Why is Piper. it on? Why? How did it make it onto a streaming platform is what I want if to If you've seen the other movies on Shutter, you'd know how. Yeah, that's right. Um, Death Nurse may be up there. I know. What is that movie about the awful rob- robot in the mall? Chopping Mall? Chopping Mall. Oh, wait, wait. Shut your mouth. How dare you? Awful movie. Get out of here. Present identification. Did we buy a coaster from Shopping Mall to put on Brian's desk? Perhaps. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your cooperation. It's awful in a good way. That's what I'll say about it. Yeah. There you I, go. See? I thoroughly enjoyed Chopping watching Mall. Chopping Mall. Yes. Yeah. That's that's why all it's, these it's only 77 minutes. Certain joy in life is these things. Wait till you see Best of Samurai Cop. You're going to... Yeah it's, yeah, it's stunning. We have to find that. So <laughs> stunning. Do you have a Florida report, Brian? I don't. I I have. I have a I come Oregon report. An Oregon report. Okay. Same yes. music. Cue it up. Bang. Oregon report. Oregon report. My sister um, lived in Oregon at one time, so that makes sense. The headline is: How to murder your husband? Writer convicted of murdering husband. Nancy Campton Brophy of Portland, Oregon, was convicted of second-degree murder after fatally shooting her husband, Daniel Brophy, almost four years ago. Good job, Nance. <clears throat> Nancy Brophy uh, had a series of romantic titles from the likes of The Wrong Lover, Hell of the Heart, and even The Wrong Husband. She had written a blog post in 2011 titled How to Murder Your Husband, where she pondered the perfect method for killing one spouse. Wow. Why would you stay married to this lady when she's writing these things about the wrong He's, husband and how to kill your husband? He's not a smart guy. Or 
real, uh, really desperate in yeah. some, in many ways. I, that's yeah, that's disturbing for many reasons. I, I mean, these always make me feel better about myself hearing these reports. Sure, yeah. That's I mean, that's. I think that's why we do them, right? Never been arrested for driving. You know, the, the devices that they drive into things and <laughs> posting about how to murder someone online. And then You've never thrown it. alligators at anyone. Exactly, it, in a Wendy's drive-through window. You have never been arrested for assault with a deadly alligator. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I mean, and who knew that, you know, the, the craziness spread from Florida to Oregon. That's right. So all wearing a red hat with four letters on it. Um, MAGA hats. Um, Oregon. So that's a good one. Uh, but moving on to our next feature, and it's a new one. Hmm. Did I look up the last name? You damn right I did. Frank Washington. Is the character from Samurai Frank Cop Washington. we're talking about? Thank you. So, this is Frank Washington's overheard at the theater corner. <laughs> so, what what I've found is websites that tell you we've actually heard people say this in the theater, okay, like in a theater setting, not movie. So, just get you guys comments on you know what you think the top comments are here. So these were people that were overheard at the box office asking a question or saying something. What time does the 8 o'clock show start? Can I have seats facing the stage, please? Sorry, we only have singles left, madam. Okay, do you have two of them together? What time is the matinee? 2.30? Is that 2.30 p.m.? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I'm waiting to see Brian make all the faces of Frank Washington as these are said. Because he's probably gotten all these questions. Um, yeah, today's popular question I've had multiple times is, is the reception before or after the show? <laughs> Knowing that we have never had a pre-show reception ever at this theater. But, right, you know, yeah. I, I mean, we too. have only done one this season. Maybe people have just forgotten. Uh, apparently. I know uh, people apparently very excited about the reception. So. food. Well, Frank's, food. Frank's got a few more for you here. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, but we only have restricted view tickets left. What does that mean? It means you won't be able to see everything. Oh, at what point will we have to leave? <laughs> this is yeah, almost like good. dad jokes. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I had a tall person in front of me. I couldn't see a thing. You should arrange your audience in height order. <laughs> when Miss Saigon was playing in the West End, a customer asked one of the front, front of house people this. What time roughly does the roof open to allow the helicopter to fly in? I'd like to stand outside and watch. <laughs> Love it. Love it. During the IRA bombing campaign in London, someone genuinely asked the following. I don't suppose you can tell me where the next bomb is going to be, can you? Uh, a question at the Novello Theater where Mamma Mia was playing. Is Meryl Streep on tonight? <laughs> okay. And one more. Uh... Question for the uh, Queen's Theater box office one time, now called the Sondheim. Do you have any tickets for The Lion King? No, ma'am. This is Les Miserables. Oh, don't all the theaters show all the shows? Oh, no. So that is brought to you by Frank Washington. Thank you, Frank. Superior cop. Great shot with a some sort of handgun. Revolver? Yeah. And is smart enough to wear a bulletproof jacket, but it takes him two minutes to tell you that. Yes. So we don't have Christina, so there's no sexist casting call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we do have time for dad jokes. Oh, we do. Since Carson's here to hear some yeah, dad jokes dad from two jokes. dads. And Will his reactions be as good, though? 
Christina. Well, I mean, he's over here sighing already, so it's possible. Talk on the mic, Carson. He's laughing more than she does. Probably, but that's okay. It's makes you feel good about yourself. God knows we both need that. I think I've used that one. Yeah, I have used that one. Well, he may not have heard it, though. Go ahead and tell it again. Okay. The six Um, of you out there who are dead and still listening, don't worry. We've told this before. Unfortunately, my obese parent just died. But it's a huge weight off my shoulders. No reaction? Come on, nothing? We even had an ambulance go by in the middle of it. We're coming to pick us up. up? No. (laughs) So I just broke two of my dad's old queen records. Now I want to break three. (sighs) (laughs) I don't know if he gets that one. Do you get that one? No. Okay. (laughs) We'll explain the off air. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) My wife asked if she could have a little peace and quiet while she cooked dinner. So I took the battery out of the smoke detector. <laughs> Carson's laughing. I think he finds it mildly amusing. That one was much better than the first two. Yeah. Let's see. What's the hardest thing about being a cross-eyed teacher? Controlling your pupils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that joke's going out to Kinsey. That's wherever right. you are. Not listening. Yeah. Um, that's all for oh, now. Oh, he said it's painful. Since you got to save have, some. Oh, but yeah, I got to record later today, too, so I have to save at least three more. So Robin will give you some reactions. Yeah, I have, I have some amazing ones saved for Robin, including the one I told you wow. yesterday about the cat. Yes. Yeah, you got the B no. crew. So, <clears throat> But now it's time for closing Rant's hands. Mm. So if you have a hand, you can tell that. It's a happy rant. I'm not allowed to rant about like a Like things. a darty. You can go on... On bad things, I can do. Both. I always do. I hate hands. I can do. I'll do. I'll do one. You of do each. both. Okay. My, okay. My my bad rant is kind of short. Um, I just want to say that the GroupMe app is the worst app to have ever existed. It is awful, and it makes me want to snap my phone in half because I get the notification on my phone. And I go to the app to check because it's like if it's a long message, you can't see the whole thing on your home screen. So then I go to the app to check it and it literally, I'm refreshing it for 10 minutes and it's not showing up as if the message has not been sent, even though I got the notification. And one time, the longest it's taken has been 30 minutes for it to update in the actual app. So I couldn't see the message for an additional 30 minutes because the app is terrible. And I was trying to type in, so you can do a keyword search on GroupMe, and I was trying to type it in, and it was lagging on the keyword search. As I typed in things, it would take 10 seconds to respond to what I was typing in. Just a terrible app. He sounds just like somebody I know. Mm-hmm. Somebody's dad, like his dad. Mm-hmm. I've trained him well. Mm-hmm. He's quite wily, like his old man. GroupMe is a terrible app. and that's It not, is a terrible app. It's not a bad rant. It's just, I hate that that's app. That's what I know. I know, right? Yeah. So what's your hand? I gotta think of a good one. I don't. You want don't have to, to give weak. a hand. I mean, you did well, get you really go. good service at McDonald's today, didn't you? Oh yeah, that is true. I got the best service I've ever gotten there, ever. Okay. Well, I'll give my rant. So, and this actually happens. the The place I always think of it happening the most, for some reason, is right here outside the theater. As if you were to go past the theater and then try to turn left by the where the Gus's is and. 
uh, you're turning to go to Soulfish Cafe or something like that. You get in the left turn lane, and there's nobody coming, so you can go ahead and turn left, but there's somebody sitting there waiting to turn left onto Forest Hill Irene. And while you're in the midst of turning, or even sometimes before you even start turning left, they start driving out into Forest Hill Irene. So it's like, okay, so you have to get out that half second faster and T-bone me on your way out into Forest Hill Irene. Just wait for me to fully turn. Stop pulling out there. I don't know what you're doing. So just stop it. It's our world, not yours. That's my rant. Brian. Mine's very short, but it did made me, your, your rant did make me think of something. I don't understand why everyone uses our turnaround all the time. Just to, <laughs> That's a great I, question. I mean, how are they, what are they missing? Why do they need to turn around in our parking lot constantly? It's like it's a novelty. They see like a semicircle drive and they go, ooh, ooh, that looks cool. It's like a rich person's house. Let me pull through. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I wonder if there's a butler out front. It's, it's a just, roundabout. They're very rare. It's very bizarre, and I've, it's just all either. all day, every day, people just turning <laughs> in our parking lot just to turn around. I, I don't, I don't get it. It is baffling. What are they missing? How, how, what are, how on this street are you missing the drive you're supposed to be on? I, I, there's just not a whole lot. Well, I've seen a couple of people also pull into the. I'm sure you have too. Pull in the circle drive and then go out the same direction they were going. They came in, yeah. Yes, it's like, uh, okay, was that a uh, time for a stoop and poop there? Yeah, it's like uh, that's a this is a fun driveway. Let me try it out. Okay, <laughs> look at that. It oh, goes cool. straight. So yeah, yeah. That, that just one. I mean, it it doesn't. I I'm not. Don't lose sleep over it, but still, it's yeah. like why. Hey, rant accepted. Trust and me. Uh, you know this driveway is not getting any younger, so yeah, all this right. unnecessary traffic is. I mean, not great for it. We can it, just so. keep from burning the lawn again. Then yeah. we'll be okay. Yeah. It's true. So um, okay, did you did you think of any other hands, Carson? Um, Anything to say? The movie Nobody is pretty good. It's really good, actually. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. it was actually. We watched it last night. We meant to, we Carson and I tried to go see it in the theater. We couldn't get there. And I really, I really like Bob Odenkirk. I think he's awesome. And I don't even like him for his like action. I've never watched Better Call Saul, but I really like. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. His comedy career is actually what I have followed uh, a decent bit. So, but I was very surprised at just how believable he was as a former like government assassin. Um, he's a really good actor. Yeah. yeah. It was a stupid, fun movie. Yeah, yes. and the script was as well-written as it could be for that kind of movie. It was I very self-aware. Like. Yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah, I mean... Which is the yeah. best way to do those it kinds was, of movies. Yeah, it, it almost went like slightly parody John Wick, of John Wick. Because John Wick is not self-aware enough no. of what it does. That's its biggest problem. Now, Keanu kind of carries it with his insane combat training. Yeah. <laughs> right. As long yeah. as he doesn't well, open his mouth to speak. You do believe him when he's wheeling around with those weapons. He's the he's perfect act. That is the perfect movie for him because he says very minimal, but he's so committed to the role and the combat training and all of that that he does a great job of it. Actually, it reminds me of, so I, and this came up, I don't remember how this came up. I think we were looking at like an 80s tea catalog yesterday and we, the movie First Blood came up, which people... For some reason today, it'd be like, oh, that's Rambo. It's like, 
That movie was not called Rambo. It was called First Blood. Now it's mm-hmm. a, now it's um, a whole series. So. Yeah, Rambo part Rambo Part Two was the second movie. So stop calling Rambo the first movie. But Car- I had Carson watch that. It's on my long list of movies that I'm showing my sons over the years. And um, in that movie, I remember people at the time saying when it came out, that's the perfect movie for Stallone because he didn't have to say a whole lot. He got one emotional dialogue at the end, but he actually looks believable with those weapons as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. He looks like he knows what he's doing with a knife or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, for, for me, it was, it was interesting seeing... That's a very different role for Bob Odenkirk, I feel like, yeah, from what I've seen him in normally. I mean, he's usually very talkative, very out-there characters, and then this one was very quiet and uh, yeah. just kind of... It's a good movie. Yeah. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was afraid it'd be sort of goofy and not good, but it was good. Enjoyable watch. I'm just waiting for the Bob Odenkirk, Liam Neeson team-up movie, which is, I'm sure... <laughs> Sure Take to follow. Seven, yeah, yeah. Where the and then John Wick shows up with the dead dog skills. or something. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, good pod. Yeah. At least for the three of us. Good time too. So yeah, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we will. This will go up sometime next week. We're recording on May twenty seventh. Yeah. Uh, Hundred days is opening tonight. Yes. And we'll have yeah. this weekend and two more just like it. So closes June twelfth. Come see yes. it. Come see a rock concert show. We yeah. don't do them often. Exactly. As a matter of fact, this is the first time we've ever done one. So. And be ready. It, it's not a quiet show. It's so not a quiet show. If you are faint of heart. We have your plugs. That's the case. Yeah. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Too late. So, um, Carson, are you going to come see the show? Uh, sure. <laughs> you sound very non We'll give him a there. free arts access yeah. ticket. I'll come see it. So, um, it is short. It's only 85 minutes. Yeah. yeah, I've heard. It's, I've heard I think it's, you'd like I've it. Very, I've heard very good things about it. Good. From the so, two people in this room. Yeah, I think you like it. So, you'll like it better than you liked uh, other shows that you've seen in the past. Let's put it that way. Because <clears throat> that's a low bar to clear. So, I'm saying that you've seen a lot of bad shows. Oh yes. And so that concert. It's no Pippin. At the what what community theater was it? Oh, what yeah. we do in the shadows. <laughs> Wherever in Albany, or Albany, like yeah, that. Albany players version of Pippin. Yes, yeah, so or our town at the uh, not a high school production of our town with a talk back at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no talk feed. back with this. Yeah. So. Uh, thanks for joining, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. See ya.